0: Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. It was Thanksgiving at Jasper's house, and all of Jasper's family was coming over for dinner. His mom and dad had been cooking all day. They were so busy, they didn't realize that Jasper was unusually quiet. He usually loved the holidays. But on this Thanksgiving, all Jasper could think about was the secret that his best friend Cal had told him at school that week. He didn't feel like playing or eating, and those were two of his favorite things to do, especially with all of his aunts and uncles and cousins. In all the commotion, no one noticed that Jasper was acting different. It's hard to notice much when you have three aunts and five uncles and three great aunts and two great uncles and two grandparents and 20 cousins. And every family member was carrying something. Turkey and stuffing and rolls and rice and three different types of potatoes and corn and green beans and carrots and cranberry sauce and the sparkling pumpkin. Grandma carried the sparkling pumpkin very carefully. Everyone took their seats and Grandma reminded everyone that no one could eat until the sparkling pumpkin had gone all the way around the room. This was Jasper's family's tradition. Every year, each person passed the sparkling pumpkin and shared what they were grateful for. Grandma always started. I'm grateful that my arm has finally healed, she said. She had been in a cast for a long time. Aunt Colette, Cousin Josie, Uncle Max, Cousin Teddy, all followed. I'm grateful for how beautiful nature is. I'm grateful I made the soccer team. I'm grateful I could go see my family in Italy. I'm grateful for weekends. And so on and so on. Finally, it was Jasper's turn. Jasper had done this seven other times in his life. He knew what to do. But when Cousin Lola passed him the sparkling pumpkin, Jasper just stared at it. Everyone waited. Finally, Jasper opened his mouth. I don't feel grateful Jasper said. We'll come back to Jasper, but let's linger for just a few more moments on where we are leaving him. All eyes on Jasper, his family waiting for him to express his gratitude, expecting him to have gratitude. And he can't feel grateful. Have you ever been in this position? Have you ever not been able to feel grateful? Gratitude is defined as a strong feeling of appreciation to someone or something. Many of us just finished celebrating a holiday that is about giving thanks. Thankful and blessed, give thanks with a grateful heart and there's always something to be thankful for are some of the first sayings that came up when I searched Thanksgiving. Even when it is not the season of Thanksgiving, gratitude is a very popular topic. There are thousands of books on gratitude. There are podcasts on gratitude and documentaries on gratitude. There are classes on gratitude and research centers for gratitude. Oprah makes her own notebooks on gratitude, and she promotes what she calls the power of grateful thinking. There's a great deal of science behind the benefits of practicing gratitude, and many of us at different times in our lives have experienced these benefits. But what about when we have moments like Jasper? What about when we can't be grateful? Why might we not be able to feel grateful? There are many different reasons. For those of you who've heard me preach before, you know that I often share stories from my work as a chaplain. And when I do so, I change the details to protect the confidentiality of my patients and colleagues, but I keep the essence. So as I think about reasons why we might not feel grateful I think about a colleague of mine that I'll call Laura. Laura worked as a unit secretary at the hospital for over 20 years, and she was kind to everyone. A man that I'll call Carl was one of the patients on Laura's ICU. Laura always noticed who had visitors and who did not, and she quickly saw that Carl did not have visitors. Carl yelled and called people names, He quickly became known as a Grinch and many people tried to win him over. Nurses brought in meal trays and he pushed them to the ground. Tex brought him extra blankets and Carl took them without a word. Laura started stopping in to see Carl every Friday. Now Carl, she said, I do all my errands on the weekends. What do you need? I'll pick things up for you. Carl usually had a few things he wanted and they were never easy to find. Sugar-free hard caramels, candied gumdrops, cinnamon toast without raisins. Laura always found the items and I'm sure even though she never said it, I'm sure she went to extra stores to find them. Every week she brought Carl his items and Carl either said nothing or he complained. This bread feels hard, The gumdrops look smaller. Laura's colleagues were angry. How dare Carl not be grateful? Why does Laura keep trying? Laura just smiled. One day I saw Laura bring Carl homemade cookies that he set down without a second look. Laura, why do you keep trying with Carl? He isn't grateful for anything you do. A new nurse asked Laura. Laura smiled and responded very calmly. I don't have any expectations with Carl. I don't expect him to be grateful. I don't know if he can be grateful. You know, Carl told me he was put in foster care as a little kid and has never had anyone that he would consider family. I don't think Carl has ever felt safe enough to trust anything or anyone long enough to feel gratitude. Sometimes we can't feel gratitude because we can't feel safe. A patient that I'll call Ava needed to live on an ICU while waiting for a heart. Many people who are waiting for transplants are in this position. Ava was connected to machines to keep her heart alive as she waited and she was confined to her tiny room for months. Ava's heart stopped twice in the time that she waited on the, on the ICU and Ava was terrified. As Ava laid in her bed, she thought about her kids and how she wanted to see them finish college and create their own families and their own lives. After many, many complications, Ava found out there was a match and she was getting a heart. Are you excited? A well-meaning staff member asked Ava. Ava just stared at her with tears. I sat with Ava and she said, I'm not excited, I'm scared. Ava survived her surgery and her recovery and her kids have finished college. I saw Ava recently in our clinic and I asked her how she was doing. I can finally feel all the colors, Ava said. I'm excited for what is coming and I'm nervous for what my future will bring. I am grateful for my new heart and I'm sad that I don't have my old heart, my heart. When I was waiting on the ICU, all I could feel was fear. There wasn't space for anything else. Sometimes we can't feel gratitude because other emotions take up all the space. Let's go back to where we left Jasper. His whole family is waiting to hear what he is grateful for. Because remember, they can't eat until everyone speaks. And Jasper isn't saying anything. He's just staring. Grandma stares back. Dad tells Jasper to say something. Aunt Mo tells Jasper he doesn't realize how lucky he is to have so much and that others would be lucky to have what he has. Cousin Eliza starts listing off all different ideas for Jasper. Uncles Ben and Andy haven't gone yet either. They're holding hands as they wait for their turns. Uncle Ben listens to everyone addressing Jasper and watches Jasper look more and more upset. Uncle Ben slowly gets up and walks over to Jasper. He doesn't say anything, just reaches out and pulls Jasper into a hug. He holds Jasper who starts to cry. I know what I am grateful for, Uncle Ben says. I am grateful for you, Jasper. Exactly as you are, I am grateful for you. How do we treat ourselves and others when we or they can't feel grateful? Blame is a very common response to not being able to feel gratitude. Aunt Mo told Jasper that he is lucky he has so much that other kids wish for what he has, he should be grateful. One of my colleagues, a Buddhist chaplain, talks about a parable for a second arrow of suffering. All of us, because we are alive, we are on a battlefield and we are all going to experience part of pain. We are all going to experience pain. It is part of living. We all get hit with this first arrow of pain. Many of us, when hit with these arrows, then blame ourselves for getting hit. We blame ourselves for feeling pain. We should have done this differently. We shouldn't be so affected. We can go on and on. In responding this way, we then hit ourselves with the second arrow of suffering. There is a narrative that to be good, to be responsible, to be considerate of other people, we must be grateful for what we have. When we cannot feel gratitude, we are hurting. Not being able to feel grateful is a, plain, is a painful place to be in. And we should not emotionally beat ourselves up for feeling this way. When you can't feel grateful, first resist the urge to blame yourself. When you aren't putting energy into blaming, you can put energy into trying to understand. We can move from I am bad because I can't feel to why am I feeling what I'm feeling? Our patient Carl hadn't been able to be grateful for Laura because he couldn't trust her kindness. He couldn't receive kindness. Our patient, Ava, couldn't feel grateful for her medical care because as she waited in the ICU, Ava was so full of terror. It was all she could do to just get through her days. There was no space left in her mind and her heart. And our little guy, Jasper, He had just found out that week that his best friend was moving from their home in Phoenix all the way to Seattle for his mom's job. When we better understand our feelings, we can tend to them. We can tend to our hurt, our distrust, our grief, our fear. And one of the best ways to tend to these emotions is by showing ourselves love. Loving ourselves as we are hurt, loving ourselves as we struggle to connect, loving ourselves as we grieve, and loving ourselves as we are afraid. We can show ourselves love by being kind to ourselves, by being patient and understanding and gentle. I love the story of Jasper because often we are more gentle and understanding with our children than we are with ourselves. How can you treat yourself the way that Uncle Ben treated Jasper? Sometimes we aren't able to love ourselves. Sometimes we need to lean on others. This poem by Hafiz is called, It Felt Love. How did the rose ever open its heart and give to the world all its beauty? It felt the encouragement of light against its being. Otherwise, we all remain too frightened. Especially when you are closed off, especially when you are frightened, lean towards the light. Seek out patience and grace and compassion wherever you can find it. Especially when you can't feel grateful. Not being able to feel grateful is not synonymous to being ungrateful. I'll say that one more time. Not being able to feel grateful is not synonymous to being ungrateful. You are not actively resisting connection or appreciation, you are hurting. There are so many reasons we might not be able to feel grateful. You don't have to be in the hospital. Maybe we are trying to survive depression. Maybe someone we love is sick. Maybe we are sick. Maybe we fear for our safety. There are many reasons why we might not be able to feel grateful. As Unitarian Universalists, we believe in the inherent worth and dignity of every person, and that includes ourselves. This means that worth and dignity are a part of us, all of us, they don't have to be earned. When you cannot feel grateful, you have dignity, you are worthy, you are good, you are loved. This Thanksgiving season, this holiday season, may we be especially attentive to ourselves when we can't feel gratitude. May we relieve ourselves from blame. May we seek out understanding. May we tend to what we find and may we flood ourselves with love and may we lean into love exactly as you are. I am grateful for you. Amen. And now for our benediction, I invite you to put your hands over your heart and namaste. I bow to the divine in you. Our benediction today is by Jan Richardson and it is titled, Blessing for the Brokenhearted. Let us agree for now that we will not say the breaking makes us stronger or that it is better to have this pain than to have done without this love. Let us promise we will not tell ourselves time will heal the wound when every day our waking opens it anew. Perhaps for now it can be enough to simply marvel at the mystery of how a heart so broken can go on beating as if it were made for precisely this, as if it knows the only cure for love is more of it, as if it sees the heart's sole remedy for breaking is to love still, as if it trusts that its own persistent pulse is the rhythm of a blessing we cannot begin to fathom, but will save us nonetheless. Let us keep this faith, beloveds, and pass it on. The service begins when the service ends. Bless your heart and blessed be.
1: Where you go, I will go, beloved Where you go, I will go Where you go, I will go, beloved Where you go, I will go For your people are my people Your people are mine Your people are my people your divine, my divine Where you go, I will go, beloved Where you go, I will go Where you go, I will go, beloved Where you go, I will go For your people are my people Your people are mine your people are my people. Your divine, my divine. Please visit ascboston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. Arlington Street Church
0: gathered in love and service for justice and peace.